Welcome to episode five of Unless You Live Hardcore. I'm Kyle Forsyth. I'm Jake Ford. What's up? We're the host of this thing. We're talking about hardcore metal music, man. Check it back in. This is episode five. I mean, you know, we could jump episode right in. Episode five, it. dude. We're, We're like, shit. I don't even know how to like get into these things. There's no like, we don't have a way to get into it yet. Doesn't matter, dude. We're five episodes deep, man. Yeah. We're like already so close to being podcast millionaires so that's all that matters dude these uh we can figure out an intro when we're rich as hell kyle yeah we're uh yeah i mean it's we're recording much later than we've recorded too so this one's gonna maybe have a different vibe than the previous ones who knows you know i'm in a pretty good mood the other ones have been daytime pods but the other ones i know you say daytime but the other ones have been me just hopping out of bed and being like time to fucking podcast <laughs> it's not exactly the greatest uh I, I should give my brain like 30 minutes to fully you know reboot before we start yeah. doing these sometimes but no, i've been going all day man i'm in a good mood just got back from beauty bar in manhattan comedy I did, fun stuff uh, dude 313 comedy tonight the show that i help produce here in detroit the weekly show here every sunday at detroit shipping company hey shout out 313 i miss that place dude dude solid night packed out fun stuff yeah yeah it yeah. dude i love i love when it's packed out in that room because it is just an old shipping container it yeah. feels very human trafficky dude <laughs> that fucking car tra- yeah. <laughs> that container gets packed out everybody's breathing on each other yeah, we shoved 40, 50 people in there, into that little room there. Damn, I've never seen that many people Something in there. That's like that. fucking packed, dude. I mean, it gets like that sometimes. I want to say this week, 35, 40 probably. Something wow. like that. Yeah. And then, you, and then you didn't even do a show. You just blasted the new Jesus Peace album, right? Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. blared that at them, dude? That's fun. Um, yeah, man, I wish we had music at Through and Three Comedy. We don't have any way. They just sort of play whatever over the speakers. At, at House of Comedy, at Detroit House of Comedy, though, I fuck it. I come up to some metal music, dude. I, yeah, I do. Like, I can, <laughs> when I go on stage, I play metal music when I go on stage. I know you do, because when I was there, you were doing it, and I was watching the audience reaction. It was great, dude. Yeah, there's a few like older white ladies like is he about to fucking sacrifice a goat up here what is going on right now yeah <laughs> dude it's uh yeah man i love it and honestly the song that i fucking mentioned this week uh the song by graphic nature headstone that song rips into, dude yeah it's uh i come up to that song frequently because it starts off like pretty cool um yeah it's all like electronic dude it wasn't really what i was expecting but it gets really, really heavy. Yeah, you could start it a few seconds in, or you could start it in that sort of eerie beginning part. And either way, it's fucking fun. Here, I'll play that yeah. beginning part real quick. Okay. It's yeah. very gets that new metal immediately with the fucking like turntable sounds and everything and like yeah, yeah. very industrial. I mean, dude, the turntables are really making a comeback they lately. They are, dude. It's, 
Gideon had it on their album. I can't wait until we get like a metalcore band with a turntable player like Linkin Park that had back oh, in the dude, day, dude. That's what I'm waiting for too. We haven't. I don't think we've like seen. I saw one not too long ago. I think. I think nothing nowhere has one. Maybe. Uh, I mean, Code Orange has a guy handling all their electronics, but he also is like their third guitar player too. So, I mean, I'm... he's kind of doing a lot. I feel like I saw a video of Nothing Nowhere in their practice space, and there was like a turntable dude playing. Um, yeah, there was. There definitely was. Uh, I saw like some TikTok where Nothing Nowhere had a turntable guy. I remember because he was playing a turntable scratch. Like he basically played like uh, a little thing on the turntable that was a joke not really like a real thing it was a fucking tiktok and i i was like who the fuck has a turntable guy and they're oh here it is. i'm just gonna play the sound and you can hear the sound and you'll understand why it's kind of funny you ever okay. wonder what it's like to leave for a six-week tour fuck that's not it i thought i had it yeah what the fuck was that dude that wasn't hardcore at all dude recognize it at all it's the fucking no. like what is that dude, from it's the beginning of the kendrick lamar song i got i got i got i got royalty, got uh, royalty. Yeah, that, yeah. but it's like they just fucking changed the end of it to depression <laughs> oh that's hilarious yeah i love that dude i got 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 i i got i got i got i it like starts with their turntable guy as well. So I think that nothing nowhere has a turntable guy. So I think we're there, Jake, is what I'm saying. As I'm looking at it Deserve right now. to make a comeback, dude. Yeah, we need more bands with turntablists. Is that what it is? Is that the term? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, electronics, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that position in a band. Yeah, uh, the DJ Lethal position. DJ um, Lethal, dude. Yeah, I love the idea of having a hardcore band having like a real DJ, and he has like a DJ name. Dude, that's literally Limp Bizkit's DJ is DJ Lethal. Yeah, but they're not like a metalcore band. They're like a oh, new yeah. metal band. Okay. Dude. Yeah, that's. Fair. I'm talking that's about fair. like it'd be it'd be hilarious if like Knocked Loose got it or like Gideon like yeah. brought a turntablist on dude. tour just for that one song. And imagine they pull the Limp Biscuit move where they pull him from like a hip hop group, like how DJ Lethal was House of Pain's DJ. Like he Wait, really? DJ. Yeah, he was the DJ for House of Pain. Oh, I had um, no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's was, pretty funny, he dude. He was their DJ, and then he joined Limp Bizkit. And he still is, like, their DJ as well. Like, he didn't okay. necessarily quit, but Limp Bizkit took off, and so he stopped, I think, DJing for them, and they kind of fizzled out anyways. But regardless, like... Yeah, that would be fucking hilarious, man. Like, yeah, like you said, like, Gideon just starts touring with, like, Race Rimmerd's DJ. <laughs> like... Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> or, like, uh, who's, uh, yeah, DJ Trackstar from Run the Jewels. It's yeah. just, like, he's just, <laughs> he's just touring with, like, As I Lay Dying. <laughs> or something ridiculous. That's what we need, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think that'd be but... fun. Yeah, dude, the turntables are making a comeback. Also, it's just the new metal sound in general. I mean, because the other thing we want to talk about was Jesus Peace, their new album. So unknown. Do you think that's new metal though? 
It's got new metal vibes, dude. I was even I listened to it like FTBS, the song FTBS on there, definitely has new metal vibes, and it's I had that thought, and then I was reading the Rolling Stone review of the album, which is a glowing uh-huh. review. I couldn't do they, it; it was behind a paywall. Oh, really? <laughs> I tried reading that Rolling Stone review, and it was like, "Fucking give me five dollars." I was like, "No, dude." You've been reading too many Rolling Stones. Suck Stone my dick, things, Rolling Stone. <laughs> You've like read giving you five dollars they're tracking your ip address and you've been there I, too frequently apparently i guess i guess so but yeah no what did it say he said it was a glowing review it was a pretty glowing review uh yeah but even they mentioned that ftbs sounds new metal and sounds like it could be something from like corn i don't know man i think inspired. like i whenever i think of new metal i think of bands like obviously like bands of like limp Bizkit and corn but it's not like it has nothing to do with anything the guitars are doing. It's all about, like, just the groove. And I don't really hear that in, like, Jesus Pieces music, I guess. It's, dude, they, um, what is it? An Offering to the Night or Stolen Life? I think Stolen Life has, like, a real bass groove in it that sounds like something out of a corn song. Um, <laughs> like, it's got this real, like, I mean, big, they like, sound more like corn than they do, like, a Limp Biscuit type, yeah. Yeah, but corn like, was one of the leaders of new metal as well when it comes down to it. They're, I guess. They, oh, they for sure are. And no, I know, I know they yeah. are. I just, <laughs> I, mean, don't, like, I just don't understand that label for corn, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I was mean, just kind of thought they were like a, I don't, like a metal band. Yeah, they are, but I think they largely fell into that sort of new metal category, but I, that's the influence I see. That's some of the influence I see on this Jesus Peace album uh, yeah. a little bit. And it's really like on FTBS and I think Stolen Life on that big bass groove in Stolen Life. But FTBS, I remember listening to it for the first time the other day and just being like, man, I hear some fucking like corn and slipknot type stuff. Uh, I think like the new metal vibes also come in on it because uh, there's like it has the new metal vocals at one point where like it's sort of like him like sort of whispering or saying something into the microphone and being like i'm gonna go in da, 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 da. and then he gets I back love into when the metal screaming. bands do that you know what i, I mean? love when like, metal bands do that dude they just whisper into the mic and they say like they're like i'm so fucking dark dude yeah. all, all my thoughts everything about this band were so goddamn fucking brutal dude oh my god i just can't take it anymore more more, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, did you know that life is meaningless? Okay, let's get back to the heaviness. Yeah, it, it, or it's just sort of like that growl talking where it's not yeah, screaming yeah. or yelling or anything. It's just that sort of growl, like where he sounds like he's getting angry, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Where he's not, it doesn't sound like he's angry yet, but he's getting there. It sounds like a Super Saiyan power up. That's what it it sounds like, dude. It sounds like somebody who's like, don't push me. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and it's sort of those vocals, I think. Um, Uh, FTBS has, like, such a dope intro, too. You should play the, like, the first 20 seconds of the song. It's so sick. Tell me just based off those few seconds, though, that you heard right there, dude, that you couldn't see Corey Taylor coming in on this song as well. 
I don't even consider Slipknot like a new metal band either. Like, and were, maybe that's they, me being ignorant, dude. But I feel like they just got metal. lumped in, dude. No, they. Had I don't a know, turntablist. dude. Maybe I just they don't had, understand that genre, dude. They had a turntablist. They had an electronics, dude. They had two dudes who just banged beer kegs. Like, they made so many others. They were absolute new metal. They are like almost the epitome of new metal and not all their music but i think they're like they're more thrashy though than like any of the new metal bands i think on iowa maybe yeah but even on the self-titled yeah it's like pretty thrashy dude but you look at like self-titled they started getting into like um more new metal vibes they were falling more into new metal and the self-titled but yeah. then by like uh the subliminal verses um that out like the third album was like before i forget and stuff that was straight new metal dude like the yeah. growl vocals like the whispering in the microphone the turntables on the breakdowns you know like it was textbook new metal I love how we somehow always end up talking about Slipknot on this podcast, dude. <laughs> Turn your camera, Kyle. Is there a fucking shrine to Corey Taylor in your room, no, dude? What dude, is happening? I don't have, dude. I don't have any Slipknot. No, it's cool. Time. I got, I got mad love like, for Slipknot, just, but we brought him up so much, dude. <laughs> They're not I'm a hardcore up band. Cord too. I'm bringing up Cord too. But I know these I are not hardcore it. bands. <laughs> I just hear it on this. Like fucking Jesus piece. This isn't all hardcore. This is also. It'd be hilarious if we started uh, what we did. But I'm saying if if literally we started this hardcore podcast and we just only talked about new metal, (laughs) (laughs) we just only talk about bands like Limp Bizkit. Well, I think we are in a weird era right now, man. Where like we're seeing the these a lot of these bands that are getting big right now are bands that grew up listening to new metal and that that's what got them into metal music originally or that was sort of their jumping on point for metal music I mean, probably or for, too or for heavier music a lot of them attribute it for sure they do and i think i mean that... i know with graphic nature they do graphic nature the band we were talking about earlier they got their name from a deftones song on white pony and like also like they heavily say that like they're influenced by slipknot and corn and stuff and it's like they they say these bands are what influence them but it's like you can also hear it with jesus peace and jesus peace talks about it and uh there's that interview that i sent you uh that we yeah chris with garza. Uh, chris garza from they Suicide talk a little Silence. bit yeah about like being influenced by new metal music and like you also uh you they talk about it in like some interviews and stuff that i was reading as well um so it's like but they're talking about like they had a lot of influences, but they didn't want their music to sound like any of their influences, which yeah, I think they yeah. did a really good job of doing. This music doesn't necessarily sound like it belongs to Slipknot or anything. I'm just saying like there's reminiscent pieces on FTBS, and it's like where I could also see fucking Corey Taylor coming in as opposed to what is it? Aaron Hurd is the yeah, vocalist yeah. name. Aaron Hurd. Yeah, it's like I could see Aaron Hurd coming in just as much as I could see Corey Taylor coming in on this part. But yeah, I, here, I'll play more of that beginning part that we were talking about, FTBS. Turn it down a little bit because it sounds like it's kind of clipping on my side. Okay.
like this part doesn't sound as Slipknot-ish or new metal-ish. Like it gets, it like definitely gets more so... hardcore here. But that yeah, beginning I mean... riff, that opening riff, it's definitely like it's got, it's got a lot of metalcore, new metal vibes to it. I think, uh, and they even said this album is like metalcore and punk and hardcore, like. They're trying to go for mixing those elements. Yeah, and I mean, I think they did a good job. I can't really name an album uh, in this genre, really, that's come out recently that sounds anything like this. Like, it's, it's, it, they talk about it. I mean, they talk about in that interview, like, being a heavy band. It really is extremely difficult to, like, find a sound that hasn't been done. And I think they kind of nailed that. Because I don't really hear anybody sounding like this. For sure. I agree. I don't think anybody sounds like this. Like, their songs as a whole have their own unique sound to it, you know? And uh, I think it's just interesting to sort of pick apart and find some of the influences that are there, though. Like, I just, I think because new metal is a lot of what introduced me to metal originally as well, I tend to hear those things quickly uh yeah my yeah. ear just hears them quick so that's why i'm always like i hear slipknot i hear limp biscuit like i like, i just always hear that shit quickly um but yeah i think uh i feel like i've got something here considering that rolling stone said the same thing about this song that i felt rolling stone doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about they dude. Rolling know Stone's what a bunch new metal of, sounds like they're a bunch of fucking idiots now dude rolling stone sucks dude <laughs> so me and rolling stone are wrong about this song it doesn't sound new metal at all i mean i just don't i don't hear it dude Here's i don't understand when pe- people hear like natural harmonics and they're like it's it's like new metal i'm like no dude not really all right let's hear it Yeah, go ahead. I can't hear you, Kyle. What did you say? Sorry. I said I think that song is going to become anthem at their concerts. Um, I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty fucking badass song, dude. Yeah. That chanting that they have in there, the I mean, literally, the it's FTBS, fuck the bullshit. That's gonna become the anthem at their concerts. You know, like I mean, yeah. when they yell that, it's gonna become just everybody in the crowd yelling it back at yeah. them. I think. Yeah, hardcore kids are gonna go crazy for that. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I I want to go see them live personally. I think it'd be sick to see them live. I mean, it's the first album they've dropped in five years, and they weren't. Were they? T- I don't think they were really touring much either, after like 2018. Yeah. So I mean, the Aaron, the vocalist, was playing bass, and then he had a baby, and then uh, they the pandemic hit, and I guess they just weren't writing much. Um, from what I heard them saying in that interview, 
Mm-hmm. Is uh, they just weren't writing much during the pandemic. They didn't feel inspired at all. And then Aaron was playing bass in another band called Nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then they just weren't inspired, man. And it's like, I've I've never been in a three year rut like that, but I've definitely been in a rut with comedy where I'm just not writing shit. Like, yeah. like I don't have anything new to say, unfortunately. And I'm just not writing anything new. And I feel like I've just been stagnant before. Never been there, dude. Unbelievably prolific over here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm in a rut right now creatively, dude. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> written a new joke in like two weeks. It's terrible. It happens. Man, I mean, I've been months, you know? it's like I've been there, too. I mean, I, and I'll try. I'll try to write a new joke. And then it'll like, just be like, this is so dog shit, I can't even call this a joke, dude. Yeah, sometimes I've gone, I've gone periods of time where it feels like I went so long without getting a new joke that worked or anything like that that I finally just had to force myself to start writing stuff and hope something worked and to try and turn the yeah, I mean, if you, brain back if, on. If you throw enough shit at the wall, dude, something's going to stick. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the beauty of comedy. You can just go out and just fucking rip it and try. Or sometimes, like Jesus Peace sort of said, it's like, like they're saying, it's like, Sometimes the inspiration just finally hits you, and it's just back again. And, like, you can't yeah. always know why or how it happened or, you know, it just happened. And, like, it's just – I mean, I think that happened for them. And, like they said, it's like they started – they sort of found the sound they wanted to go for with the album and then just went for it. They're also, like, all busy with other projects and everything, too. It's like – the bass player in Jesus Peace is literally in four other bands, so <laughs> that dude alone has a pretty heavy workload. And yeah. I think he on the last tour that they did, he was playing guitar for another band, filling in. So he was playing two sets a night for you know thirty eight nights or something like that. That's wild. It's I know. Uh, crazy. The guitarist and vocalist of the band Idola, I believe it's Idola. Did that on tour with Dance Gavin Dance when, like, they were going back out on tour in, like, 2020? Oh, yeah. 2021, and, like, they're just having issues with people trading off COVID, essentially. Like, oh, yeah. They were just basically, like, trading off weeks of COVID. Like, one would get COVID, and then so they would finally come back, and then somebody else would get it. And, like, and then they also were, like, just down a member and like it was fucked and so he was like doing a show he was doing a set as the lead vocalist in his band and guitar and his band and then also having to go play guitar with dance gavin dance for some, like a bunch of their tour and then having to play guitar and do vocals for a part of it when tillian got sick like it was just like he was going through it on that tour man andrew something i forget his name but i was like man that's impressive man put in work yeah that's what i mean it's like he was doing like two sets a night he was doing an opener set and a headliner set every night yeah Yeah. that's 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 work dude i mean at least you got a little bit of a break in between imagine being the opener i mean and i don't think they were the opener i think they're the second band like maybe okay i don't think i've ever listened to idol at all so but i'm guessing they're like dance gavin dance it's similar swan i was gonna say it sounds like a swan core band if i've ever heard one they're signed to uh 
They're signed to Swan's label. Blue Swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're signed okay. to his label and everything. And that's I mean, all those bands are sick, but they just kind of sound the same at a yeah, certain point. Sure. Which, I mean, you could say that about so many hardcore bands. So It's exactly that. Idola is fucking sick, but or, I mean, they're good, but like... You know, they sound like the rest of the bands on that label for the most part. I mostly went to that tour because Polyphia got put on it as the last second because Animals as Leaders had to drop. Oh, um, that's a good replacement. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. It's like almost, it's a very good replacement, right? And then I was considering going to the tour, and then I ended up going out to it just because Polyphia got put on. And I was like, oh, no, I'll go to it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've seen Rips Live. Yeah, no, they do. They're great. Um, I mean, Dance Game and Dance rips live, too. But were they at, like, full strength when you saw them, or no? Yeah, uh, yes and no. So, uh, John, the screamer, he had uh, just come back that day. Like, the Detroit date was his first date back on the tour. Also, that night, I don't know if you remember, their drummer, Matt, went to, like, rehab, rehab on that yeah. tour. Rehab, that night was the night that everything went haywire. Oh, when he was, like, fucking the setup? Yeah. And, like, I remember when it happened, and I didn't know why Tillian was getting mad, and, like, he threw the mic stand or something. Like, Tillian threw the mic stand and got, like, that mad, dude. Like, like at like, him? Like, towards the back of the stage, not at him, but, like, towards the back of the stage. Like, he got upset. And like, there was, like, video of it out there. Um, and, like, he yelled something, and I couldn't make out what he said. And then, like, they had to, like, get Matt off the drums, and their drum tech ended up finishing out the rest of the show. And they had to trim down the set and did a shorter set. At, I didn't, I mean, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was that bad. Holy it shit. It was that bad. I was there. Yeah. Um, it, it was It was noticeable, but not noticeable. Like, we saw it all happen. But the show was still solid, you know? Yeah. Like, the performance was all still really good. Um, John was, like, in a great mood because he was happy to be back, you know? He had just yeah, got done yeah. with COVID. And, like, so it was his first show back, but he still put everything in that he could. But I think he was still, you know, fresh off COVID, you know? It's still a little bit of recovery there. Uh, but, yeah, it was... It was a little messy, but it was still a really solid performance. Okay. I mean, I yeah. pretty sure when I saw them they were all on acid and they were great. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was when Kurt Kurt Travis was still in the band, dude. They oh, were all yeah. doing crazy drugs. I saw them back in that era too. I saw them once. I saw them on the it. at the Squash the Beef tour. Oh, that's not the one this I saw. Okay, I saw them play with Emerosa and like of Mice and Men and Tides of Man, ironically, which was Tillian's old band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting to see them perform with Johnny Craig. That fucking piece of shit, dude. That's a fascinating one. What yeah. a fun guy. <laughs> Anyways, we should get back to the hardcore bands, dude. Not these yeah. post-hardcore bands. <laughs> Dude, it's yeah, it's saying we have a remaining meeting time on here, and I'm pretty sure that shouldn't be happening. But I guess we have like seven and a half minutes left. I didn't know. That's what, that is what it's saying. That's weird. I'll figure oh well. that out after this one. 
but whatever. Well, uh, yeah, let's wrap up by talking I mean, about Jesus Peace. Pretty much have said, yeah, I mean, we're wrapping up well, on Jesus Peace anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, great band. Fucking really putting out some original sounding stuff, dude. I'm really a big fan. Uh, I think it's interesting, to, like, just how sick their drummer is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big part of why their band is so successful right now. Even they say it, that they yeah. attribute a lot of it to him. Uh, yeah, like, him, he played on SNL with Charlie XCX and stuff. Yeah, well, he just plays in, like, a, a different style that I don't really... I've, I don't think I've really heard anybody play like that in a hardcore band, so... You know, another He's band... super loose. Another band that has, like, a drummer who plays in a very specific style uh, is Varials. Um, mm. Varials, uh, they did, like, I saw them in an interview, and they were saying, like, their drummer was saying that the drummer of Gideon came up to them while they were touring together, and he came up to him after one of the shows, and he's like, hey, man, like, and... So the drummer of Gideon said to the drummer of Varials, he's like, he's like, hey man, I don't know if you realize this. He's like, but you're not really a hardcore drummer. You're a trap drummer, and you just happen to play in a hardcore band. <laughs> and like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm pretty much inspired by like hip hop and R and B and shit heavily. He's like, and I do like metal he's like but yeah he's like i i like playing it he's like he's like but it's not really what i play he's like yeah i'm more inspired by like trap beats and stuff and if you listen to varials it is kind of that you know it's like it's interesting when like a hardcore band or a metal band gets a drummer that's from a different universe i think it's similar with like when they get a guitarist from a different universe you know or that's like trained yeah in a different type of style yeah i mean yeah i think that some of the best metal players uh used to play jazz as fucking lame as jazz is dude but you know it is very complex music whether you hate it or not so i'll give it that here uh i want to play a little bit of stolen life real <laughs> quick from this album as well stolen life is the other one that i feel has the new metal vibes with that bass groove i want to find okay. that bass groove in there this sounds like it could be this sounds like it could be the beginning of a corn song. All right, Kyle, I'll give it sounds, to you, man. It sounds <laughs> I'll like give it, it to you, buddy. This sounds like it could be next to Freak on a Leash on the album. It's <laughs> just dissonant, dude. That doesn't mean new metal. It's got like ominous, sort of creepy. Vibes. I mean, yeah, I can see, I can see the influence. I just yeah. wouldn't call it new metal, dude. No, this. I'm being a real genre sound... snob right now, dude. I'm this, sorry. This doesn't sound <laughs> new metal. This sounds inspired by corn. I guess I should yeah. clarify there. It this does sound like it's influenced by corn. Yeah, which happens to be a new metal band. It doesn't necessarily make this song new metal. There's a bass groove in the middle that sounds sort of cornish as well. That sort of has new metal vibes. <laughs> Oh, you are 
sick build. That's not the base group, but that break so good, man. Hard, Holy dude. shit, they're so good. <laughs> that break um, hard. I think it's interesting that they they love they're like rejecting that beatdown label when they have so many just like slam parts, dude. Oh yeah. Like that but breakdown it's... is just so heavy. But they're not beat down, and that's the wild thing. They're not you know beat what I down, mean? but like, yeah, it is, yeah, it's like. It's but they have a lot of those elements, it's got dude. Beat down, it's got punk. It's like it's got these new metal, like it's got metal core, like it's got a lot of different stuff going on in it, which is like why I think it's like you said, it's like they have such a unique sound. I'll say goodbye crazy and it's not even on this song and i just think it's like this is the one with it it's dead i thought yeah, it was I don't... the song i think you're wrong dude it's one of the songs i think you dude. made this up in your head it's either it's like in the last three songs on this album. Nope, I think you listened to Chocolate Starfish after you <laughs> listened to Jesus Peace, and you're like, so. they're fucking new metal, dude. <laughs> I don't think I did, dude. I think you did, man. I don't think so, man. I think you, I think you finished that album, and you're like, keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> I think this band has new metal vibes in here, and right. I'm determined to prove it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't disagreed with you once, so I don't know That's what you're talking fair. about, dude. <laughs> dude this yeah, is the dude. Bond? Is it the Bond? Am I crazy? Hey, Kyle. Just skimming through songs. We got we got less than a minute, dude. <laughs> That's the episode, everybody. That's the episode. Kyle's just fucking buffering through tracks right now, dude. <laughs> All right, follow us on Instagram at Comic Jake Ford and at I am Kyle Forsyth and and at Unless You Live Hardcore. That was episode six, baby. Five or six? Five. 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 Episode five, baby. Bye.